Welcome to The Study Mix, a podcast for community college students. I'm Dr. Gwen McRae, an academic success coach, college professor, and your podcast host. On today's episode, we'll be talking about getting your semester off to a good start. It's January 2021 as I'm recording this. Our semester here at Northern Virginia Community College just began, and even though most of us still won't be on campus, it's an exciting time. As students, you're probably checking out your Canvas courses, looking at your weekly class schedules, maybe organizing your notebooks and pencils. You may already have a to-do list with assignments, quizzes, and other things you have to turn into your professors, but is there anything else you can do to get off to a strong start? Well, yes. So let's go over the top five things to do during the first weeks of class. Number one, read the syllabus. Yes, read the whole thing. The syllabus is an agreement between you and your professor, and as such, it lays out what they expect from you, but also what you can expect from them. It will have valuable information, such as an overview of the course, a list of topics, and often a week-by-week schedule, how to contact your professor when their office hours are scheduled, not to mention grading and late work policies. It will also have information about resources for students and important college policies. Now, some professors even include Easter eggs, like extra credit opportunities hidden in plain sight somewhere in that syllabus. So check it out. You'll be glad you did. Number two, purchase textbooks and materials. You should find a list of required and recommended materials on the bookstore website and or in your syllabus. Required means that you really need that resource in order to do the work in the class. If there are recommended resources, that means that you can get by without them, but you might get more out of the class if you have that one too. Now, If you have to wait for financial aid or a paycheck to buy some of these materials, tell your professor. They may have suggestions about which things to purchase first and which ones can wait. Sometimes you won't be using one of the required resources until way later in the semester, and so you don't have to buy it right away. In other cases, you might find out that you can use a previous edition of the book, which will be less expensive, Or the professor may direct you to the library if they have put resources on reserve. Yes, even during remote learning in spring 2021. You can also look for other options like buying used books or renting a textbook. It's really worth reaching out because the professor may have other workarounds for you and it will show the professor that you are proactive about making sure that you have what you need to do the work and succeed in their class. Number three make a plan for the semester. Now this is a broad strokes plan, not necessarily full of details, just so that you know what to expect week by week. For this, you will need a semester planner or a calendar or a few pieces of blank paper that you can divide into sections for each week of the semester. First, find the academic calendar. Now this should be on your college or university webpage. From there, you're going to write down important dates like when the sessions begin and end, when midterms and finals are scheduled, the last day to drop classes and get a tuition refund, the last day to withdraw from classes, and things like that. Next, you're going to go through each one of your syllabuses. Write down exam dates, 
due dates for projects and assignments, and anything else that you think is going to be a good idea for you to have a date written down on a calendar. Finally, when you have finished, you're going to have a roadmap of the semester. You'll want to pay attention to weeks that have lots of big due dates because now that you know when they're coming, you can start some of those assignments early. This is going to save you so much stress and anxiety later on, I promise. Number four, create a weekly schedule. Again, you'll need a planner or some paper that you use to create your own planner. Basically, what you'll want is a one to two page spread that has each day of the week divided up into hours. You can check out the show notes for a link to a weekly planner that I often use with my coaching students. First, you're going to block off the times when you will be in class. And if you're taking class on campus, include the time that it takes to commute. Second, block off times when you have other things that you need to do. For example, do you have a set work schedule? Do you have kids who have school or other activities that you need to get them to? Do you have regular appointments? Whatever this looks like for you. Now, as an aside, for anyone whose weekly schedule changes a lot, if you have a work schedule that is different every week, for example, you can still use this tool. You'll just set aside a few minutes every week to create a new weekly schedule based on this week's work shifts or appointments. Third, is there anything that you do at specific times? For example, do you work out every morning? Do you cook dinner and clean up every evening? The idea here is that you want to make sure that you're scheduling the things that are important to you. Now finally, and this is the key, take a look at your weekly schedule. Look for space where you can insert blocks of study time. Now these are the times when you will be reading, taking notes, doing homework, studying for your exams, etc. I often recommend finding two-hour blocks of study time, but you can arrange this however it works best for you. For a three-credit class or one that meets for around three hours per week, you'll want to try to schedule at least six hours of additional study time. And once you've finished this process, you now have a plan for how to use your time each week. And finally, number five, get to know your classmates. At this point, while we are mostly still in a remote learning situation, you may have to be a little bit creative about how to do this. But if your professor has assigned a get-to-know-you assignment where you can post an introduction to the class, you could make sure to read the other students' intros and respond to some of them. Look for things you might have in common or things you find interesting about them. There's no need to get super personal, but you can certainly do your part to create a friendly classroom environment. Building and supporting a learning community in your classes will help you and everyone else have a better class experience. Okay, that was five things that you can do at the beginning of the semester to get off to a strong start. I hope you found something useful here. Let us know, send us a message, or leave a comment. Do you have a study playlist or a favorite song that helps you get in the studying frame of mind? If you would like to share your suggestions, we'll be creating a list of study songs for our podcast listeners. And if you have any questions, send those as well. We'll have a listener Q&A episode soon. We're so glad that you've joined us for this week's Study Mix podcast. Thanks for listening and happy studying. <laughs>